Right Wall Podcast presents Lazarus, Episode 4. The Right Wall Podcast is brought to you by people like you. If you would like to help out production, go to patreon.com slash empty square. Our bedroom. The same way it had always been. As I woke up, I looked around at the alarm clock on my bedside table. Fifteen minutes earlier, just like he said. She was already out of bed, though. Getting ready for her day. I had time now. I stood up out of bed and I made a run towards the kitchen, where she'd be making her morning cup of coffee. I made for the doorknob and gave it a turn, but it wouldn't budge. Locked from the outside. I didn't know my door could lock from the outside. I struggled with the knob, sure that I was just stuck on something. Until... The bed looks comfy, but I don't know that I would have chosen this wallpaper. Oh! What in God's name? How did you get here? God's got nothing to do with it. This one's all me. I wanted to see how your next attempt would play out. Fifteen minutes early, way before she leaves, but the door is locked. That's good drama. This door doesn't lock that way. I told you. Things change. Yeah, in the current day, not in the past. Who knows more about this kind of thing, me or you? (laughs) If you're here, it's the current day. And in the current day, things change. Okay, fine. Uh, I can deal with this. I'll just yell through the door. Be my guest. As I cleared my throat, getting ready to call out, I felt a burning sensation begin in the bottom of my throat. Like a hot ball of nickel was rising up through my esophagus into my mouth. I tried to cough out a couple of words, but my voice was completely robbed from me. I tried impotently to move my mouth into making some sort of sounds, but it couldn't. I could feel my lips begin to weaken. I ran to my bedside mirror as my mouth began to seal itself shut. Lips melting into one another, creating a smooth void where my mouth should have been. I tried to scream out, but the ball in my throat closed up tight. It's not that I couldn't scream. It's not that I couldn't talk. I couldn't make any sounds at all. I know you're angry, but you have to look at it from my perspective. If I just let you come back 15 minutes earlier, it would have been too easy. There's no hero's journey. You wouldn't have learned anything. Sure, you'd have your wife, but would you be a better person at the end of all this? I began to bash the door with my shoulder, attempting to knock it off its hinges. All that's going to earn you is a dislocated shoulder. I wasn't listening at this point. I was trying any and everything I could to try to get through the door. I took a moment to look around the room for anything that I could use to help me. A crowbar, a baseball bat, an umbrella, a shot put weight, anything. Time began to slip away and I could hear the telltale sounds of the front door closing. You're losing her again. I ran to the window looking out over our driveway. I could see her through the window, getting her in her car ready to leave. Through the window. Through the window! I grabbed the bottom of the window and I yanked it upward with little resistance, and it burst open. I tried to yell and flail my arms to get her attention, but nothing worked. I looked down. Our bedroom was on the second story of our house, and there was nothing but a sheer drop down to the concrete walkway below. It was the only way. It had to be this way. 
I put my left leg through the window first. Oh, no. Really? I was no longer listening as I tried to push my frame out through the outside. I should stop this. At this point, I should really stop this. I had always been wary of heights, but the fear of losing her again completely outweighed the fear of falling. I pushed my weight out through the window and beyond the safety of the concrete matter as I began to fall. It probably took maybe half a second to hit the ground, but for me it felt like an eternity. My feet hit the ground first. I didn't feel anything, but I heard it. The deafeningly loud crack of my leg giving way under my weight and the gravity of the fall. I hit the grass beside the walkway after I watched my wife's car take a turn down to the street and disappear once again from view. <laughs> if nothing else, I do have to give you points for guts. My lips unsealed and the ball of nickel dissipated. I had lost her again. I wanted to say something angry and cutting, but all I could do was vomit. Yes, yes, that makes sense. Come on, buddy. Round three. Here we go. He placed the pistol next to my body, prodding me to end this trip. And I thought about it, but... After this, I had only one try left, and... I couldn't give it up. I had to do everything I could. So I crawled. Broken leg and all. Oh, come on. This is just sad now. I continued to crawl. It's okay to quit. Lots of people do. I continued to crawl over the gravel path that was our driveway. Okay. Okay. Give me a second. Uh, I could just fix your leg, but I think you have to live with that decision at least a little bit longer. Maybe I could give her a flat tire. Let you catch up a little bit. No, but if I do that, why don't I just stop the car entirely and this whole thing becomes a moot point? Ah. Ah. Oh. Got it. Look to your right. I did look over to my right, and there I found lying in the dirt was a crutch and what looked to be materials enough for a makeshift splint. Don't say I never did anything nice for you. He was taunting me, just to see how far I'd go. How far was too far. But I said I'd try anything. So I began to strap the splint to my leg to avoid making anything worse. I'd never done any kind of medical work before, but the idea seemed sound. Take the solid metal piece, attach it to the left side of my leg, take the other, strap it to the right side, wrap it tight with some rope, use the crutch to make it to my feet, and keep on walking. Hobbling, I guess. I'm going to be honest with you. Your stick to itiveness is impressive, but I don't think you're going to turn this around. Oh, will you just shut up, man? Where is this hostility coming from? Do you want a different color crutch? I threw the crutch to the ground. What do you get out of this, huh? What are you doing here? I always enjoy a good story. And I see a lot in common with you and I. Bullshit. You don't have to like it. But it's true. You see, we both share a fascination with seeing how things work. Cracking people open and finding out what they know. The things that others shy away from. It's my job to figure out how things work. Mine 
too. In the library? Ah, you're still not quite getting what's going on here, eh? I don't want to think about it. But that's the thing, you do want to think about it. You're just afraid you won't understand the answer, or even worse, that there's no answer at all. Everything has an answer. Does it? Yeah, it... it has to. Why? Because if it doesn't, then nothing makes sense. Is that a problem? Yes! Why? Because if not everything has an answer, then I've spent my entire life's work chasing down something that doesn't exist! Why did you come to Brightfall in the first place? You know this, to save my wife from the car accident that she is currently speeding towards yet a fucking again! Close. I beg your unbelievable pardon. When was your wife's accident? Five years ago. Why? And what else have you been doing since then? What do you mean? Since your wife's death. Tragic, so it was. What have you been doing? Nothing. Exactly. Nothing. You were sad. Sure. But you didn't do anything about it. I'm doing something about it now. I am going out of my way. I was obsessed with trying to save her. Was that truly the thing you were most concerned about? What? You didn't think of anything else when you decided to come here. No, I don't know. A different obsession. Ah, uh, you can kiss the fattest part of my ass. Ulterior motive, you don't know me, man. We spent like 40... We met like 40 minutes ago, and you want to psychoanalyze me for kicks? Sometimes. What, what, are you, what are you trying to tell me? Nothing you don't already know. My wife was, is the most important person in this world to me. Most important person. Absolutely. Most important overall? No, I, I mean, yes, of course, obviously. You can lie to me all you want. But I will not let you lie to yourself. What was your first thought upon seeing the resurrection video? I said it was ridiculous. And? Impossible. And your first thought was to... Disprove it. Now, taking all the knowledge you've just gained, why did you come to Brightfall? Fuck you. Almost there. You're wrong. One more time. To save my career. There we go. If I could prove Brightwall's miracles as real, it would have been the biggest scientific discovery since fire. A place where resurrection is possible? People have traveled years for something like that. I could have been the person to... I could have been the person to figure that out. Do you feel better getting that all off your chest? No. In fact, I feel much worse. Everything's cold. What's going on now? Your wife has died. Yeah, I know. Quit rubbing it in. No. I mean again. In this timeline. You're too late.
Too late. Title of my life story. You've got one more try. I don't know if I want it. Why is that? Because I'm afraid I might learn something else terrible about myself. Do you remember what I just told you? What's that? You can lie to me. But I will not let you lie to yourself. This concludes our broadcast day.